Today, I have the privilege of having not only the most amazing spiritual manifestation coach, but also my beautiful friend, Letha J here with us. So stay tuned because she's bringing all the manifestation magic. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willett. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Letha, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to talk about all things manifested because you literally manifested your husband. You manifest literally the funniest, most amazing things we talked about. So Letha, okay, let's just, I can't. Letha put together (laughs) the life-changing retreat that is and was and always will be Costa Rica. And that is how this entire series is kind of here because of all the humans that were in Costa Rica are on the podcast over the next like two months. And Letha is the one that did that. So thank you so much for being here because we're diving into all of it today. Amazing. Thanks, Meredith, for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. And I love that you are one of the participants at the Conscious Creators Retreat in Costa Rica. It was incredible. And honestly, like that was not only transformative for like everybody there, right? But like me included. And to be completely honest, when I had set it up, I didn't think that that was going to happen. <laughs> you know, I thought, oh, cool. I can hold space for like all these amazing people to come together. And then I was like having my mind blown with like all the happenings, all the transformations that were happening. It's been an incredible journey. Yeah. Well, last week I was talking to Valerie and we were talking about her, her shadow work prompt and how you were like, oh my gosh, you could have saved me years of like therapy and all the things and marriage and this, that, and the other. So yeah, like each one of us came with, I don't even know, like I, I don't think I even had a bit of expectation, but my story was very funny. And we talk about it all the time because you reached out to me on TikTok. I literally get like this message. She and I are mutuals, which means we both follow each other on TikTok. And I get a message from her and she's like, hey, I'm doing this spiritual TikTok creators retreat in Costa Rica. And we want to know if you want to come. And I was like, okay, send me the information. Boom, paid. (laughs) Done. (laughs) Instantaneously. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) No Zoom call, Mm -mm. no questions, not what are we going to be doing really? Like, you had a website, so I was able to go there and see like kind of the housing and, and whatnot. And it was just like, hey, Jim, can I go to Costa Rica with like nine people I've never met in my entire life that I haven't met on even social media and the website? And he's like, OK. And so, I mean, and I talk about this all the time, what you created there which you and I are doing a retreat, which we are going to get into because the magic cannot stop in Costa Rica. But the fact that I had never been to Costa Rica before. So that took me out of my point of view. That took me out of my Meredith. And then to be with no one that I knew, there was zero expectation. I had zero past. I had zero present. I had zero future. I was just like this orb floating around, bouncing off of each one of you, experiencing things for the first time, all of the things I've never done before. I mean, so it was just like, 
one thing after another. And all of us brought something completely different to that week, which I found just magical, just magical. It was, it was a beautiful, like conglomeration of people just coming together and it was beautiful and it was so powerful. And honestly, like, because of that, I was like, okay, we have to recreate that. And then me and you connected so well. And then Valerie was there and we were just like, we're awesome. Let's bring this to the U S right. Let's make this available for people that aren't necessarily content creators. Right. Cause content creators, whatever. Yeah. There's, there's a bunch of us, but like, I wanted to bring it to just like everybody and have it accessible for everybody, regardless of where you are on your spiritual journey. Right. And it was just like, I think it's going to be so powerful. And I'm really excited to be able to do that and to bring that here to Pennsylvania of all places. Yeah. And I, like I was just saying to Valerie last week, the fact that it's going to be the fall and the mountains and, you know, it's just going to be like the, the yoga. And I, I was just saying last week, like, we're fed so we can do the work, but we're not worried about like, where are we going to dinner? Who's going to drive? Where are we going to meet? Do we have a reservation? Like, or do we have to, who's in charge of making the food? Like none of us, like we are a hundred percent cared for so that we can do the work. And that to me was, uh, I, I can't tell you, especially being a mother and a wife, it just gave me the go ahead, the, the, the pass, the, whatever you want to call it to be able to be so indulgent. I mean, I literally, I know for a fact, I cried every single week in Costa Rica and it was just, (laughs) it didn't matter what it was. It was like someone would play music or I'd be like, like, I just could not get my shit together. But I will tell you, it was so cleansing. They were cleansing releasing tears that I had never in my entire life experienced before. And so much of that was because of Valerie's work, because of our conversations with you and with understanding and just the music, just all the things that we were doing worked in such an amazing synergy And I know that's just such like a buzzword for like businesses, but it really was an energetic synergy between all of the things. And we are really bringing so much of that to Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania. So Mm -hmm. like what I said to Valerie, we each did a workshop based on kind of like our expertise or what we we love. And you have a book out, the, The Law of Attraction Manifestation Journal, which she's showing right there. And this is now available, P.S. guys, at Target, target target.com. Can we just Mm -hmm. talk about that for a minute? And so, and we will talk about that because you did manifest that as well. Ding, ding, ding. So your kind of mojo, because you're on Instagram and you're a TikTok creator, clearly you're an author, you're a speaker, you're a coach, but your big, big thing, I don't know, your focus, your, your specialty is manifestation. So can we talk about manifestation? Because everyone thinks they're manifesting all the time, which we kind of are, but you you're like the, like, let's get down to brass tacks coach <laughs> manifesting. <Yeah. laughs> so tell yeah. everybody your brass tacks. I like to teach manifesting in a way that is practical and achievable. You know, there's woo involved in manifesting and energies and all that stuff. But when it comes down to it, there's like practical steps you can take to manifest and to create. And I do believe that we're manifesting 24 hours a day, right? All the time. It's just a matter of if you're consciously manifesting, if you're consciously creating, or if you're unconsciously doing it. 
that's when like when people are unconsciously manifesting, that's when their limiting beliefs pop up. That's when their fears come to fruition. That's when all of the worry and doubt, and they're creating all of this stuff that then they have more fear and worry and doubt about, right? It's like this perpetual cycle. So I like to teach people how to manifest what they actually want, <laughs> you know, and to talk that and speak it into creation as, as we're manifesting all the time to really shift that paradigm within us. And how did you get like kind of interested in this? Cause I know I'd love to say you had a sordid past because it sounds so sexy, but you have had an amazing, when I met Letha, I'm like, she's the youngest looking 45 year old I've ever seen. And she's like 36 and she's got all this stuff. Aren't you like 36 or something? I mean, and you have all of this crazy wisdom, but more importantly, this thick and rich past that has brought you to today. I mean, it is mind blowing. So So how did you get here from there? And if you want to tell them, my listeners, what some of your there has been, because her life is the coolest. So go. Oh, I'm happy to. Yeah. So I actually learned about manifesting and working with energies and tapping into our own energies for my grandmother. Right. So I'm Indian and I was raised in a very traditional Indian household, mostly by my grandmother, I'll say in the U S and um, I learned a lot from her about tapping into all of that. Right. And I, some of my sordid past, as you're saying, <laughs> I always knew about manifesting, but I didn't really understand that other people did it. Right. So I always knew that I could call things into creation. I could become very popular at school very quickly. I could win this award. I could do this. I could do that. But I didn't know that other people didn't know that. And it wasn't until I was like talking to my friends and things like that. And I was like, yeah, that just happened. And they're like, how did you do that? I'm like, what What are you talking about? I just thought about it with my heart. Like I, I really like tapped into my feelings and, and I got it. And they're like, what? That's weird. <laughs> You know, like, you're like, like, what, what, you don't know about this? Yeah. Like what six-year-old does that? But it was just like so ingrained in me. Right. And then basically I always knew that I wanted to help people. That was like always, always, always. I knew that, right. Like that was my purpose. And for a long time, my, when I told my parents, they were like, wonderful, become a doctor. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Of course. Right. I mean, honestly, like the stereotypical Indian doctor, right. My parents were like, that's a great job. Go become a doctor. And I was like, oh, okay. So I did my undergraduate. I got degrees in biology and psychology. I went and did pre-medicine and I got, I went to medical school and it was in my last year of medical school that I was like, wait a second, (laughs) this isn't for me. This is not what I want to do. And it was like a huge coming to realize like who I truly was and what I wanted to create in the world. And at least knowing that where I was in that moment wasn't right for me. And some of the things that I realized now looking back upon it, that were like alarm bells going off, like, this is not for you was like every morning I would wake up tired. No, it didn't matter if I got 12 hours of sleep the day before I was drinking on a regular basis, which, you know, I've had a sorted past with alcohol in the past, but it was like a lot. I was in relationships with people that didn't really care about me. I actually entered into a romantic abusive relationship. And it was like all these things that I was bringing into my life to almost distract myself from like how much I hated being in school towards towards earning a career that I didn't want to be in. I knew I wanted to help people, but it wasn't that way. So it was like a few months before graduation, a couple of rotations before we could leave and, you know, be certified as an MD, I decided to leave and I left without a plan. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew what I wasn't going to do right? I knew what wasn't going to serve me. And um, I actually became a woofer. <laughs> I don't know if any, I, I think the program's still there. <laughs> I know that sounds weird. But <laughs> okay. 
is is a part it's a program called the world organic organization of farmers i think it's still called that and basically i went to arizona and i lived on a farm and worked on a farm and learned about farming and i'm from new york i grew up in manhattan you know like i don't know shit about farming like what (laughs) so it totally kicked my ass but what it gave me was time and silence. And I wasn't around the people that I knew. And it was kind of like what you're saying about your retreat, right? It put me in a place that I didn't really know. I was around people that I didn't really know. I didn't have to show up any way that I had shown up before. Oh, and I could be so me. Good. Yeah. Right. And I had the space and the guidance of all of these other kind of like, I want to say hippies, really like spiritually in tuned people that had come together to work on this organic farm. And I had all this support and guidance and it ended up like being an incredible breakthrough for me. And I mean, from there, I tried a, a lot of different paths because just because I had a breakthrough didn't mean that I figured out what was going to be best for me, right? I had shortly after that, I had started my coaching practice, but I also dabbled in fashion. I started two different fashion companies. I worked in tech. I got, I became a, a traditional, I, I, ended up becoming an, an Ayurvedic practitioner as well. I went to get on a, a master's degree in Ayurveda and integrative medicine. You know, like I did a bunch of other yeah. stuff, but there was this aspect of the coaching that I could then incorporate all the different things that I was learning. And it was incredible. And I saw my clients getting such incredible results that I was like, Ooh, this is what I want to do. <laughs> I'm going right. to put more time towards this, right? My business yeah. grew and it grew and it grew. And it, I mean, the place that it is now is like, it's so nurturing and so fulfilling to me to be able to like be who I am and just be okay with who I am. And it's not that I have to then go and get that next degree. It's not that I have to go and do this next thing. It's like, I'm so satisfied, so fulfilled with who I am right now. And it's like an incredible feeling to have, honestly. And be so young and have that and be making money and be, you know, all the things. And I love that you broke down because I was going to ask, I love how you broke down the, I knew I had like the, like you said, the red flags were going up that this isn't for me. I love the fact that you talked about that because I actually talked about that last week with Valerie when that imbalance starts to show up, what does it look like? Because especially in America, self-destructive, tired, unhealthy, depressed, anxious behavior and situations have become so normal Mm -hmm. that we think imbalance is just the way life is supposed to look. We're supposed to be anxious all the time. That's just the way it is. We're supposed to be guzzling down a bottle or two of wine every night in the suburbs because that's just the way that it is. Mm -hmm. Relationships suck. That's just, no, (laughs) it's just the way that it is. If you are literally killing yourself with alcohol and abusive relationships and you can't get out of your own way because you're woofing down three bags of McDonald's every day and you can't drag your ass out of bed. There's an imbalance there that you need to do the work and go listen to last week's episode with Valerie and recognize that there's some, and I'm going to have Evan Cutworth on and he's a party coach and he talks about doing all of these things sober. So that's going to be a whole nother episode. I'm telling you, when I say that, when I say let's put together a group in Costa Rica, you have no idea these folks. So I love the fact that you broke that down because so many people would have been on autopilot in that last year of medical school and either, I mean, and, and, and my daughter was a part of the housing situation at her college and it was monthly suicide attempts with kids. 
monthly. And she was dealing Mm -hmm. with that. And they call it something bake rack or something like that, where you go and you have to be three days in automatically in a mental institution. Mm -hmm. These are kids. These are kids under 21 Mm -hmm. who are going through the imbalance. They're having, you know, these tendencies and suicidal ideation because they don't recognize and the world I love it so much that you're talking about this because the world doesn't even recognize that they are imbalanced. They just think that this is what life looks like. So thank you for saying that because it is so, if you are listening to this and it's, and you're like, oh my God, I think that Meredith can see me through the radio because this is what my life looks like. Then like press pause and like, let's figure out because there's an issue here. And Mm -hmm. so as you move through and, and having that space in the farm area and I, (laughs) and now she lives on a farm. And so I'm sure she's using some of these amazing (laughs) techniques, at least a few of them that she learned. And, And I actually said this in one of my recent podcasts episodes, how important it is to get away from your family when you're starting off, because you don't even know how much in your mind, body, soul, spirit is expectation Mm -hmm. from family and friends and your city and your school and your, and your, and your, and you are just like doing it without any, like, do I even like doing this? Do I even want to do this? And so the fact that you like had that moment of clarity in this farm community and you're like, no one's expecting me to wake up and be Letha today. Mm-hmm. I can be whatever Letha I want to be. And I mm-hmm. tell people to do this in a marriage too. move away from your family, go create your own bond without the Sunday dinner with the mother-in-law, like go do that and create your own family unit so that when, if you do decide to come back, you have created that new energy, which I think mm-hmm. is so huge. And, and I love that friend there. Yeah, yeah. You have that friend. And so, so everyone understands the, I don't want to say the amount of pressure, but the fact that aren't both of your sisters doctors too. Yeah. So I have, I'm, I'm one of three children and both of my sisters are doctors, well accomplished, you know, highly ranked some of the U S best doctors in their fields. And I mean, I'm happy for them. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, really grateful for who they are and they're meant to be there. Right. They didn't have the same struggle that I did. And everybody kind of struggles through medical school. Let me just say that. Right. right. Because it's tough and yeah. you have to study a lot and there's all of this other stuff that's going on. But the way that I felt was completely different than I've ever heard any other doctor talk about. Right. It was like, you know, and something you had said, Meredith, really, like, I wanted to touch on this about how we just normalize, like being stressed and how we just normalized, you know, working, 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 all of this stuff, even in our verbiage, right. When we say, oh, I want to create a work-life balance. And you might think like, what, what does that even mean? Why don't we say life work balance? Why do we put work first? Mm -hmm. And then we say life, right? And I always like, I'm very conscious of that. And I always say like, yeah, I create a life work balance because my life comes first and what I want in my life and how I want to appear, how I want to impact the world that's first. And then the work part of that is secondary to that. So I make sure that my life is full of all the things that I actually want to do. And that whole feeling of like not knowing where you want to be. I always tell people when they're like, how do I find my purpose? And it might sound so cliche, but like follow your bliss. What makes you happy? What would you do for free? Yeah. 
What would you do for free? What, what really makes you happy? Because like, I always knew my purpose, right? I always knew I wanted to work with people. And I went down the completely, completely left path. And I was like, oh, I want to become a doctor. But then I went down that path and I was like, wait, no. So remember that it's also okay to change your mind. Just Ugh. because you change your mind, it doesn't mean that you're not on purpose. I will, I'm always on purpose. It's just, I tried that out and I was like, I want to help people through medicine. I was like, wait a second. No, I don't. I want to help people through fashion. I was like, wait a second, maybe not. <laughs> you know, like we tried, I tried a whole bunch of different things before I found what really fulfilled me and what I was actually really good at. And I'll see clients and I'll, I'll do group coaching programs and I'll host retreats and I'm not tired about it. Right. So remember when I was saying how I was in medical school and I could sleep 12 hours and get up in the morning and still feel tired. I don't experience that anymore. Yeah. And I'm like a decade and a half older than I was at that time. <laughs> right. So it's huge. It's huge to feel that way. And another thing like you can notice is like when you start to have issues, physical issues in your body, right. Mm. When you're start, starting to feel like IBS, all of a sudden you're getting um, acid reflux coming up or you're having pain in your body. And you're like, where did this come from? Stuff like that is like a sign for you to kind of like wake up because your body is putting out the alarm bells. Cause it's like, Hmm, we've been trying to tell this person, this is not the right path in so many different ways. Maybe if we physically show you in some manner, then that's it. And then what do people do? They're like, Oh, I I'm going to take some Tums. You know, oh. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to do like a physical thing. I'm going to go to the doctor and they're going to give me some Tylenol or whatever the case is. Yeah. And it's like, rather than it's like people taking Tylenol because they have a tack stuck in their ass <laughs> rather than taking the tack out of their ass. Taking right? the damn tack out. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they don't and, see it um, that way. I mean, I actually had a client just this morning and she's like, yeah, I'm getting older and I can't do this job anymore because I'm in so much pain. And she had just got done saying how much she wanted to quit her job. And I'm just like, hello, you are entering pain. You are not even 40 years old yet. You should not be in pain. People run marathons and do, you know, all these things as they get older and older and older. Pain is a huge sign of inflammation and inflammation is caused from the brain and the brain is sending you signals to change and wake up and hello, and here's a punch in the face. Mm-hmm. So back to, <laughs> cause like we, just so you know, Letha and I could do this for two hours. Easily. Oh, forever. But, <laughs> but the thing of it is, is you, you're so right that we have normalized. And I love this right now. We have normalized illness. We have normalized pain. We have normalized stress. And we have not normalized manifesting. Manifesting is quote, woo woo, right? You're just like, mm-hmm. oh, that isn't a real thing. But why not? Why, why is it? I, I always am amazed by this. Like angels aren't real, but negative spirits are. What? Mm. Ghosts, ghosts, they people can buy into. But the fact that there's angels all around us, that's somehow woo. I, I just find these types of concepts mesmerizing. So let's talk about how real manifestation has worked in your life and maybe a client's or whatever you want to share and how you kind of work with people, because that's, you know, that's part of your mystique and magic is you can actually teach this. This isn't something that you can just learn by generational. And when you're a kid, you can learn this today. Oh yeah. 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 Just cause I was born into it doesn't mean that you can't do it cause you weren't born into it. No, not at all. Yeah. Anyone can manifest. Everyone does manifest. And like I said, it's a matter of if you're doing it consciously or unconsciously, I have manifested homes, multiple homes, my husband, my children. I actually was trying to have a child for two years and I went to the doctor and I was like, what's going on here? And they're like, Oh, it's, it's time for you to do IVS. You should really do IVF. And I was like, okay. 
okay. You know, at the time I was like 28. I said, Ooh, that's kind of young to have to do IVF, but okay. If that's how we have to do it, we'll do it. And then I said, let me just, let me just try this. So I said, for six months, this is what we're going to try. And we started to change our diet a little bit. We started to do things that we wanted. We did a lot of like manifesting around a baby. You know, we created a little space that we would then potentially put our child into, you know, we would visualize our child, all of these different things. And like, it was like, I think it was like, honestly, within a month or two, maybe under three months for sure. We got pregnant and we were just like, what, how did this, you know, like what's going on kind of thing. And it was just like this, this beautiful, like movement of energy that happened. I know you want to hear about other things I manifest, but I love no, my I love that. No, I mean, I'm like, get, and you know what, honestly, there are so many people and, and honestly, okay. Not saying that people that have done IVF or cannot get pregnant, it's because you just didn't work hard enough. This is her story, but at the same time, try it. If you are having difficulties with your health or with conceiving, I mean, I have plenty of clients that have a difficult time with getting pregnant. It can't be a negative. Yeah. And I, I totally would have gone down the IVF route, yeah. you know, if it had come to that, I hundred percent would have. And it was just a matter of me being like, okay, let me try this first. And then if not, yeah, I'll do this. Like, let's, let's go down this route. Right. And um, things just really shifted for me. And now that's what I teach clients, you know, about the stuff that I was just talking about, about manifesting a husband, about a partner, you know, in general, I was previously married early on in my early twenties, I had gotten married and it blew up in my face. Oh, <laughs> It blew up in my face. It was a mess. And I had married someone that was so charming and wonderful and charismatic. And they were that way to every woman that came their way. (laughs) And it was, you know, it was wasn't what I wanted. Okay. Yeah, no, you don't think. <laughs> no. So I had been, you know, I had created these ideas about what love looks like. And I was, I had created all this like resentment because of being a divorcee. I was like, oh, no one can love me. I'm unlovable. There's no good people out there. Everybody sucks. You know, dating is like terrible these days. I had created this again and again and again. And I'm single for a very long time. And it was only after I had, like Valerie talks about the shadow work, after I had done that shadow work deep within me, to be able to shift the way that I spoke to myself, the ideas that I had about what it was that I deserved in my life and in the world. And then I manifested my husband, you know, and now we've been together for like eight years and we have two children together and we own multiple businesses. And it's like, he's exactly what I had needed in a partner. Right. And I won't say that our relationship is perfect, but it's perfect for us. Right. Yeah. We still argue and get in fights and all of this stuff, but you know what? It's different than any other relationship I've had because when we do have disagreements, it doesn't turn into a crazy shouting match. It doesn't turn into this like turmoil thing of like abuse and that. No, we talk it out. I might send him an angry text message, you know, and then he comes over and he's like, all right, stop. And he'll give me a bear hug until it's like, you know, like we, we figured it out. But I, I want to say this because I think that people think that, oh, when I manifest my perfect partner, everything will be perfect. And the thing is you have to continue to manifest a perfect relationship and perfect looks different for everybody. Yeah. So you have to, it's continual. It's continuously what you're creating in your life that you're going to see in your life. Yeah. So I have a billion clients that are always coming to me asking me, when am I going to have my partner come into my life? And my answer is always the same. This has nothing to do with time. It has to do with readiness and clarity and you being ready. Because if you're a disaster and your dream guy shows up at the quote wrong time and he meets you and you've got your shit all disarray, 
he's going to never, you know, like he's gone, right? Like, so trust me, him floating or her floating around out there, not finding you because your boxes aren't checked and you're not ready and you haven't done what needs to be so that you guys do come together in this, this union moment. I always say it's, it's really not, I go, you, I, I, I say the same thing on the phone every time. It could be today if you're ready. This is yeah. not a time limit thing. It's not like, oh, in a year. Mm-hmm. It's yep. when you've done the work. And so what kind of things were you doing? What kind of work was it that you were doing? Or how did you come up with your quote list of things in a partner? Like, cause everyone's list is different, right? Some people yeah. want tall, dark, and handsome and never home. <laughs> so, so, you know what I mean? Like, or some people say, I want someone that's there with me all the time that we can do stuff together with 24 hours a day, seven days a week, whatever. So everyone's list is going to be very different. How do you find your list? Well, you find it on what you like to do. And in your ideal situations, what do you want to do? You know, so when I thought about my partner and who I wanted to be with, I thought about the things that really mattered to me, right? So uh, faithfulness. Yeah, right. Hello. Especially having been in a relationship that was unfaithful. Now, when I created my manifestation list of my partner, I didn't put down something like does not cheat on me. I wrote is faithful to me. Right. Positive. In the positive. I wrote it in the positive present tense. I always knew that I wanted to become a mother one day. So I wrote down on my list of what I wanted for a partner is an amazing dad, Mm. you know, and loves children. And that's exactly my husband. Amazing. Incredible. Mm. You know, and I wrote down certain things on that list. I also like tall guys. So I put above six, six foot and he's six, four, you know, oh, something else. I was like, oh, 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 because I, I don't really cook. Right. I've always kind of been this like academic kind of person and I never really explored cooking, you know, now I do more so, but mm. so I mm, said, well, let's, I'm let's, yeah, <laughs> mm, I don't think so. But okay. <laughs> Sometimes every now and then. So on my list, I put must know how to cook. And then when I met my husband, he's a professional chef. Just saying, you know, just saying she's married to a chef for shit. Yep. Yep. And every single day he creates these amazing, healthy, nutritious farm, literally farm to table meals for us. And it's like, wow, I am absolutely living the, my biggest manifestation. And when I say that people might be like, oh, you live on a farm. How is that manifesting? Cause that's what I wanted, you yeah. know, and you living in your mega mansion might be what you want, or you driving a Maserati might be what you want. And that's, what's really cool about manifesting. Cause it doesn't have to look a certain way. There's no real box you have to check. You can manifest whatever it is you want. If you want 10 cats and to live in an apartment. Awesome. You know, you can create that for yourself. I wanted a husband and some kids and a farm, and that's what I have. And it's just like, it's really empowering for people to understand that, like, you don't have to manifest what you think society wants you to have. What's so interesting, though, to interrupt you, is it sounds like you kind of got to get to know yourself and not what your mom or your dad or society or your sister or your community or friends want for themselves or for Mm -hmm. you, you got to get down and dirty because if you're manifesting for yourself, something that your mom wants for you, it might be fun the first year, but year six, not fun anymore. Cause now you're coming into your own and you don't care what your mom or sister have to say anymore. And now you're stuck with this partner that is not in line with who you really are. So what I'm hearing from you right now is take the time to figure out what you want and like and enjoy and do the things because 
that's the beginning of manifesting or you're going to manifest someone else's life. Exactly. Holy cats. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Follow your bliss. Follow what it makes you happy and then create more of that in your life. And it's not about like looking a certain way. It's not about manifesting what you see on TV because you think that that's going to make you happy. Manifest what truly makes you happy. Really go for that. And that's going to be like a way to be sustainable in your manifestation, to have something more long-term, which I think people really crave. And it's a powerful way to just know yourself. Once you know yourself, you know what you want and you can create it and you can call it into existence because you're clear on that. I often talk about the six steps of manifesting and I do workshops on this and stuff like that. I think I did one in Costa Rica about the Mm. six steps of manifesting. And it's like the first step of the six steps is clarity, right? If you don't know what you want, how are you going to go for it? If you don't know what address to put in your GPS, how are you going to get there? Yeah. Right. And it's like, and I say that for the GPS analogy, because it's like a lot of times we'll put an address and we don't know the exact turns and the streets and whatever to get to that destination. Say I'm driving from, from Pennsylvania to Florida. I don't know every single turn or, you know, what kind of things exits to take or whatever, but you know what, if I know that I want to end up in Miami, Florida, and I have the address of the place that I want to be, I put it in there and I let go of the how. I'm not concerned about every single twist and turn and everything. I let it go, but I know what I want. I know I want to be in Miami. Oh, I love that letting go because so many people think in their mind's eye, there's only one way and it's going to take this much time. And the fact of the matter is, is that it comes as it comes in the way that it comes. You actually had told, I think, a story about that specific Thing, which is the idea that the way you think that you might get to Florida, right? We'll just put it in specific terms. The way you think that you might get there, i.e. get your partner of your dreams or the job of your dreams. First, I have to go to this school. Then I have to go to law school. Then I have to become a senator, whatever the thing is, right? And then I can, then I could become president, whatever the thing is. That might not be the way you get there. There might be 16 detours. You might have to drive, you know, next to the ocean for whatever reason, because the bridge is closed. You don't know what it looks like. And so you have to literally just kind of like be open to the flow of what's going to get you there. The other thing I want to backtrack, because I think this is so cool. As you were talking about getting to know and having clarity, it was like they were literally showing that getting clarity and knowing who you are is actually creating a frequency that is attracting that which you want. Yes. So literally, as you become more of yourself, you are literally bringing more of the things that are going to be yours to you. Absolutely. It's all happening at the same exact time. Yeah. By way of getting clear. It's the conscious, it's the, the concept of where you put energy is going to grow in your life, right? Where your focus goes, grows. And it's like when you are constantly being in the space of these high vibrational emotions, right? Being happy, being, feeling joyful, feeling gratitude for what we have in our life, feeling love. We are creating more of that in our life because that's what we're putting more energy towards. And it, the opposite also works. Right. It also works the opposite way. When we get stuck in this place of guilt and fear and, oh my God, this happened on the news and da, 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 And we're like, we're our energy shrinking. Mm. We're creating more of that in our life. We're putting our energy towards this 
side of things when we want to be on this side of things. And it's, it's like a big dynamic here. Also something else I wanted to say, cause I just remembered this about getting out of your own way, right. For I'm, I, I can be <laughs> micromanager. I want to know how things are going to happen. I would like to, I would like the plan. I would like the map with the route on it. And the universe doesn't really work like that, right? Mm-hmm. You tell them what you want and then you get it. And you don't have to stress about the middle. And I'm learning this more and more and more. One of the things that I had set for myself in my life was after I had gotten divorced, I said, you know what? I really want a place of my own. A lot of times I was either living, I had crashed with my parents for a little while because I really stumbled and fell on my ass. I had lived with roommates and all of these different things. And I said, you know what? I'll get a place of my own when I have a partner. I'll get a place of my own when I have my partner because I want to get a, get a place with them kind of thing. And I had created this again and again and again for years. And one day I was like, you know what? F this, I'm going to get a place that I, I want to live. And I ended up creating this, this beautiful space for me to live in. And it was within, I think I was like February 5th. I moved down there and then I met my husband on February 18th. So what is that? Like two weeks, less than two weeks. Yeah. Yep. And it was like, boom, he just came into my life. And it was just like this, the randomest thing. I was not really expecting it, but I had stepped into who I was and I had taken out all those different barriers, right? I had, and I had taken away the thing of, I will do it when instead I was doing it. I was doing it. I was living my life and embodying what I wanted in my life and creating all of this joy in my life. And when the universe saw that, it was like, oh, here, we've been waiting for you to figure this out. You know, here's this wonderful human being. It was like, there was that stick. There was like that stickiness that was in there that you were putting up these parameters around this, if then I'll be happy type thing. And like, once you decided to just be happy and people always say that though. Right. And I mean, that's been around forever. When you stop stressing, they will come when you stop freaking out. It's just so in line. And that, that kind of concept has been around forever, but this is a very tactile, deliberate concept of being joyful, being high vibration. And I can literally feel in my body when I'm not doing what I want. Like I start feeling um, anxious or tired, lethargic. I want to, you know, oh God, I got to go. I'm going to need a glass of wine or I'm going to go lay on the couch. Like I start getting very, (laughs) I guess, dramatic. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just like, it, it, you just feel taxed. You don't feel that I want to go for a walk and Hey, anyone want to go for a walk and like, let's yeah. make dinner. It's more like, let's just order in. Yeah. You, just, you don't feel that vibrance that of you, vibrance. right? But when you're like living your truth, when you're like in your zone of genius, I want to say yeah. you feel vibrant on a regular basis. It's not, and I'm, I'm not saying like you never get tired. Yeah. You get tired. Yeah. But there's like a cause for it rather than there being not a cause for it. You're not waking up tired. Yeah. You know, you're waking up feeling like, oh, this is amazing. What am I going to do today? Like I get to do this today, like jumping out of bed. And even in the space of like going to work, you know, getting excited about where you're going to go to work. And people might be listening to this thinking like, she's crazy because like, I, I will never be excited about what, where I work and da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, well then are you sure that you want to work there? <laughs> and <there's laughs> it's not eight- bringing you that level of joy. Yeah. That you wake up in the morning and you're like, yeah, and it doesn't have to be that you're excited about the work that you do, but maybe it's about the coworkers that you interact with. Maybe it's the space that you get to be in. Maybe it's the gratitude of you having that a job. And I mean, the more that we create gratitude around things in our life, the more we expand upon it. So if you have a job you hate, <laughs> maybe you want to start to look at the aspects of it that you love. 
and put more focus towards that. And eventually you're going to notice that things start to shift and things start to really change in your life. One of the things that they're like kind of pointing out to me too, is that many of us were raised by parents or were in families or communities where maybe the parents didn't necessarily get along or the dad really didn't like his job. And so we looked at life as work always kind of sucks. Like work is work and Mm -hmm. marriage is a drag, but you got to do it. You know, and I think we're coming out of with this generation that we're, you know, is the 20, what are they? Millennials? I don't even know. Millennials and why I don't even know anymore, but the younger folk that are like, I don't like this job. I'm quitting, but you've only worked there three months. I don't give a shit. And I've talked about this on the podcast, but we need to remember that our parents' parents were raised by people that had pensions and you retired after 30 years. So you stick it out no matter what, because at the end of 30 years, you're done. And then our parents' generation was a little bit different. There was no pensions or at least, you know, 401ks took over and you worked longer. And then it was you know, what you were talking about earlier, the life work balance, you worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and you worked for 40 years, 50 years, whatever. And then our generation was starting to figure it out a little bit more. I'm older than you, but these kids now they will start and quit a job the same day. They do not give a shit. They're like, there's no pension. There's no, what, I don't care. I'm not staying in this for one minute longer than I have to. The job was, the drive was too far. There's no Jean beer Fridays, you know, here at this job. Like they, they are in and out. They are more in tune with what happiness feels like. You know, I think that's where ghosting comes from within relationships. They're like, nope, I'm out. I don't even need to talk to you ever again. No reason to even communicate for one more freaking text. I'm out. And I think that that's what's so intriguing about this new generation is that they hire slow and fire fast with everything in their life. They get out quick versus suffering because our generation and older, they swam in, you know, like how many people are older than us? If you I took a bite of a big shit sandwich this morning called life. You know what I mean? Like living the dream, you know, that whole energy of basically life is a pile of shit and I just have to deal with it every day. That is not true. But we have watched generations and generations ahead of us before us that that was their existence. They did have to stay in the steel mill. They did have to keep working at Ford. They did stay in these relationships because their wives either didn't work. They had six kids. The wife didn't have a driver's license. They only could afford one home. There was no such thing as divorce. So you stuck it out. And now we're recognizing don't stick it out because being miserable and feeling bad brings about more misery and more feeling bad. Like, it literally, you're like a walking magnet of nonsense. So like, I love everything that we're talking about here because I think that people my age and older don't really get that they are allowed and capable and able to create a life where you're happy. True joy. I don't believe that people many times realize that. And unfortunately, joy is your birthright. 
I want people to know that joy is your birthright. You don't have to do anything to deserve to be joyful. You don't have to do anything to like prove that you can be happy. No, it's your right. It is innate within you. And that's like such a blessing. It is a game changer. And I, I see women that are my age and older that, that have had this negative experience that we, I was just talking about. Right. And because of it, they move to a cabin in the middle of the woods and decide that they want nothing to do with society. They're never getting in a relationship again because it's like all or nothing. Like my mom had a shitty marriage. You know, my husband was an asshole. My job sucked the life out of me for 30 years. And so now I'm going to be alone. And the fact of the matter, it's not that or alone. You know what I mean? Like, figure out what it is that you want and recognize that there's a whole life waiting for you. You just have to get to know what it is and undo all of the negative programming because life isn't a shit sandwich. It really isn't. I love this conversation. It's so freaking good because I think that so many people struggle with these things. And one of the things, if, if, if you guys don't know, is Letha and Valerie from last week and I, this is one of my co-conspirators <laughs> for the GLOW retreat that we are all yeah. doing together October 13th through the 16th. And Letha took the you know bull by the horns and is like, hey, let's do this retreat. Let's get some stuff together. And she has just been so amazing and just kind of, she went out. She checked out the, the location. There's beautiful buildings. It's on a mountain. And so you're going to be doing a workshop or you know some workshops we're going to do Q&A so you can pick her brain even more than I already am right now. So what do you see yourself talking about really when we're at the retreat so everyone knows? Meredith, I'm so, ex- I'm so excited about this retreat. It's going to be incredible. I already know it. And I have like this incredible connection with you and with Valerie. And I know that us co-hosting something is of course going to be magical. There's already been so much alignment with like finding the perfect spot and, you know, figuring everything out and having everything come together. I am just so, so excited. And I love that we can keep it, you know, kind of kind of small and intimate and like the people that get to come to the retreat are truly going to get like so much attention, so much. We have so many incredible things going on, right? So like one of the workshops I'm going to be hosting is all about manifesting and you can ask me any questions that you want. You know, I've been now I've been a manifestation coach for over a decade, you know, so I've worked with tons and tons of people and I want to be able to answer your questions about manifesting, do the workshop with you, right? Like really like show you that. And it's not only that, like we have such incredible things things planned, like yoga every day. We have like a beautiful um, meal plan going on. So it's like, you know how you were saying, like when you got to the retreat, you didn't have to worry about anything. Mm. That's the same thing here. And that's why we recreated it like this, right? It's not just like a, oh, come and bring your lunch, pack a sandwich. No, you come, you can stay with us if you want. If you don't, you don't have to, you can choose your own place to stay and you get three meals a day, you get snacks, we got coffee and all that stuff, you know, beautiful food for you to eat. You have a place to stay if you choose to stay with us. And then you have all of not only the workshops that myself, Meredith and Valerie are putting on, but we are also having sound healing sessions. We're doing ecstatic dance. We have yoga, EFT sessions, uh, Qigong, q and I mean, like everything that's going on, I'm just like so excited for, and I'm excited to meet people. A lot of yeah. times 
you know, people are like, oh, I'd love to meet you one day. I think we'd be best friends. And I'm like, yeah, let's be spiritual besties. Come, <laughs> come exactly. to home. Chill, you know? We're going to hang out like literally for days, like a whole weekend and do the Q and A's. Did we decide if we're doing like the VIP kind of, if you sign up, because this is going to go live in the month of July. Do we have like, if we, if people sign up by the end of July, can they, have a dinner with us, a lunch with us and ask us yeah. questions. Like, what are we thinking here? Like, I think we should yeah, do something. I would, that. I would love that. Let's brainstorm on it, but I would love to do host a VIP dinner for like early bird people. Yeah. Right. So it's like, if you buy in and you come and you purchase your ticket to come to the retreat, what you are, we saying to, uh, the, by the end of July, I say by the end of July. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. We're creating this as we're literally talking. <laughs> shocking. Um, yeah, shocking. So- if you fly by the if we if you are jumping on this early bird special between now and the end of July of 2022, you will get a VIP dinner with myself, Meredith, and Valerie. It'll be a very intimate, small space, you know. And even though our retreat is relatively small for the size of retreats, this is gonna be like us getting to hang out, which I think is gonna be really cool. Let's do a Friday night, Super right? Fun. Yeah, yeah, that sounds really good. I love that. Yeah. So sign up by the end of July and anyone that has all of their stuff handled by the end of July, let's do that. I think that would be super fun. Okay. So we're going to do that. We're going to do a VIP. So you are doing also, so if you're looking for Letha because she's the queen here, it's at Letha, L-A-T-H-A underscore J underscore. That's her on Instagram. All of this is in the show notes. And then she's lethaj.com for her website at letha underscore J for TikTok. But right now you are doing a group coaching special too. So can you tell us what you're doing there? Yeah, absolutely. Also, I would just want to specify J is J-A-Y. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because I always spelled it wrong. J, I gave you an E. (laughs) I'm like, she's J with the E, but no, it's J-A-Y. Thank you. Yeah. I I run an incredible, incredible group coaching program. It's called the journey group coaching program. And I have been running it for this particular program for just a little bit under a year now. And people that have been in it have had these incredible breakthrough results. And I've actually shifted my whole kind of coaching ideals, I guess, around this, because I have seen how I can touch so many people's lives in such a deep and meaningful way and how it is repeatable. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times I was doing a lot of one-off sessions and in it, I found that people would come to me and it was like a car wash, you know, and they, they have these amazing results and then they would have to come back. Their car would go and get dirty, you know? And like, now I feel like in the coaching program in the group coaching program, I'm really able to like teach people how to be sustainable in their life, right? How to create dynamic change, how to, how to really manifest things that they do want in their life. And, you know, not only that, I have the ability to bring on a platform now to bring on these incredible speakers that come and teach us about all of these like amazing different topics. Meredith, you've come on. I got to come on and speak. Yeah. That was, and it was, it was like incredible. It was one of our favorite sessions that we've had. And even tonight I am, I'm having someone come in and talk about iridology, which is like the, the, uh, the view of your eye and how it can determine certain things about your life and earn herbalism. And we have people that come in to talk to us about forest bathing, connecting with nature. We do specific meditation sessions. We work on shadow work every single week. We do shadow work as a group and it has been profound and life-changing. And also one of the other reasons I really created it was because I saw that a lot of people on their spiritual journey were kind of looking for 
Well, they were lonely, <laughs> you know, people yeah. get lonely on a spiritual Especially drink. the last two years. And yeah. And yeah. I actually was just saying this on, I think I was on a live yesterday and I was talking on TikTok and I was talking that that's one thing that religion kind of has on spirituality is a community, a place to go and structure. And yeah. so often in the spiritual community, it's like an explosion because you're always going through something every day and you have nowhere to go through that and touch base with people. So I love that you're creating community for this type of stuff. Huge. Okay. So you are doing a special. Yes. And so what does that look like? So again, for the month of July, I've actually had the special because on the 4th of July, I actually hit 4,444. Am I even saying that number? It was all fours, right? Holy uh, followers on TikTok. And I was like, oh my God, this is so incredible. And then it was the 4th of July. And I was like, wow, this is like so powerful. So from that day for the rest of July, I am actually offering people to join my coaching program with the code 4444. So literally four fours for only $44 and 44 cents a month. So usually it's $77 and 77 cents a month. And you're pretty much getting a huge deal. And this is for the this is for the lifetime of the program. Oh, right? wow. Yeah. So it's not just like introductory, your first month, second month kind of thing. No, nope. Holy cats. That's for huge. the whole time. Yeah. The whole time that you're part of the program, I want people to join the program and I want you guys to see like how incredible it is and that you can do the work and create this lasting change in your life. It doesn't just have to be like you doing the same old thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can create what it is that you want to see in your life and you can have a lot of guidance to do that. We have a membership group. So any of the calls that we do, the live calls, if you can't make it, that's okay. You can watch the recording, you know, mm-hmm. and if you want a certain guest speaker on, let me know. And I make the effort to go out and reach out to all these people or a certain topic. If you want to learn more about angel numbers or shadow work or, you know, literally anything. Wow. Tell me. Yeah. I mean, just and- a huge plethora of knowledge and just community. And I think that's, that's so huge. I cannot believe you're doing 44, 44, like for the lifetime. Like, I think everyone needs to really kind of like check in on like nothing is that inexpensive. So like, this is a monumental deal. So that is, Super exciting. And then let's just kind of like jump back and talk about your book again. This is available at target.com. It is law of attraction manifestation journal. If you're, if you're wanting to run over to YouTube, you can watch this on YouTube. Letha and I are live over there or not live, but are on YouTube with this recording and she's got her book. So check that out. And again, that's L A T H A J A Y when you're looking for this book and she has just done an amazing job with that. And I'm super excited. I might have to join your coaching program. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) I think I might need to do this out of nothing else than community for the love of God. If you're a spiritual person and you, I mean, with what we're going through right now, like just actually being on this call with Lessa right now, I have been so sucked in. And if you've listened to my podcast, like a couple of weeks ago, you know, that I was going down a, a, a path to say the least. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of, it's so nice. It's not kind of, it's so nice to be kind of in the bosom of Letha and really kind of getting out of that, getting out of the negativity, getting out of the social media and the panic. Mm-hmm. I mean, last night I was like, I, I, I shit you not last night I'm laying in bed and I'm like, 
how much food would I need to buy to sustain two years of living in Michigan? This is where I was at last night. I was in a bad place. I'm like, okay, if I had to live in Michigan two years, my whole family, that's a lot of peanut butter and green beans, but I could do it. But this is where I was at. So like, know that no matter where you are or who you are, or what you are, that you can definitely start going down a very dark and scary path when you don't have the bumpers up uh, when you're bowling. And so having a community like what Leth is talking about is definitely helpful if you're, if you're on this path, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here today and sharing all of your everythingness and your wisdom and just your energy. I'm going to have a better evening just for spending this time with you. So I appreciate that because you just blessed me with your energy and just all the things. So thank you for being here today. Yeah. Thanks, Marina. Thanks for having me. And, you know, just being able to talk with you, you know, I love that all the time. So thank you. And for the listeners, I would love for you to join my group coaching program, please. Again, the discount is four, 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 four. So it's four fours. And, um, I want you to know that you're not just a number. A lot of people think like, Oh, group coaching program, I'm going to get lost in the weeds. Um, I take it very personally. (laughs) You know, I always see my client's success as my success. So I want you to succeed. And I would love for you to, to join the program. If you have other questions, you can message me on Instagram and it's either me or my assistant, Maya, who responds to all of my Instagram messages. You're not going to get lost in a sea of, of unknown in the world of Instagram, but Meredith, thanks so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to come and chat with you. I'm super excited for a retreat. I have, we, I mean, we're just planning so many things. I mean, can we even tell them other stuff or no? Like, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. I'm so excited. I can't keep a secret from my life. I'm going to keep a little secret, but we're putting together swag bags. Oh my gosh. And every attendee is going to get this like incredible swag bag. And we've put like, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, and I, and this I, is glow hyphen retreat. I don't know if I said it during today, but it's glow G L O W hyphen retreat.com. That's in the show notes. And for Letha's group coaching program, go to lethaj.com so that you can sign up for her coaching program. Sorry, go ahead. I don't want to forget to say those things. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm really excited to, to be able to host people in a space that, you know, things are cared for and that you can have that, that time and space to focus on you, nothing else. You don't have to worry about your survival. You don't have to worry about how you're going to feed X, Y, and Z. You don't have to worry about all of the other stuff or how you're going to show up, who you're going to be today. It's like you be, you be part of the workshops, you be part of, you know, whatever's going on. And, um, I'm really excited to host that and to be able to host that Mm. with you just, it means the world to me. So thanks for that too. And like yoga pants and t-shirts and relaxing clothes. Yeah. And we're going to feed you and you don't need to bring any money. And you're just going to stay on campus if, you know, if you want. And it's just going to be it's your time to be you. And I'm going to be talking about how to glow yourself right up, hence the name of the workshop and how to get your glow. And it's by way of what Leth is talking about, by way of what Valerie is talking about, by way of what Thomas and Walter are going to bring by way of the yoga and the breath work workshops. This is the way to get to the life that's waiting for you. So thank you guys so much for listening this week. I so appreciate Letha being here. I so appreciate you guys all listening. I hope you got so much out of it. If you know someone that could benefit from hearing Letha's words today and what we talked about here, please share this with them. If you haven't left a review, please go back and do so. It helps me out so much. And Letha, I will see you soon because... You're my girl. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Meredith. Love you. Love you too, hon. 
Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillets.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind the scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.